We're continuing the study of the Tariyag Mitzvot. We're up to number 353. It's a Mitzvah in Parashat Bihukotai. And that is the law. The Pasuk is What's the case we're talking about? If a person, let's say, had an animal and he consecrated it as a korban, so it's Kodesh, he has to bring it on the Mizbeah. Now, let's say the animal became a Baal Mum, so now he has to replace it. Problem is, he has to replace it with the equal value of the first korban. So he has to make an assessment to know exactly how much the first korban was worth. So the Torah comes along and says, My apologies, it's a positive commandment. You bring the behemah in front of the Kohen, it's called Ha'amada, and the Kohen makes an assessment, and then based on the price that he tells you, then you have to replace it with another korban. Now, this law, the Hanukh writes, is no heget ben bezecharim ben benekevot. A lady can also bring a, a korban. It only applies, however, bezman habayit. The law of ha'amada clearly does not apply today. Bezman hazed, hachamim said, we don't make animals hegdesh. And therefore, if you can't make an animal hegdesh, there's no din of ha'amada and ha'aracha. However, the Gemara in Erchin, Adav Chavteh, tells us that if somebody did make an animal hegdesh, bezman hazed, what is he supposed to do? So some she taught say, just take the animal and starve it to death, let the animal die, and ta'akir, as the Achamim say. Some say, let's say you consecrated fruit, so just let the fruit spoil. But Shemuel came along and said, a chidush. Shemuel said that if you have an animal that you consecrated, which you shouldn't have, but you did. So now you could take a coin, and you can make a pidyon. You could take the kedushah off the animal, put it on a coin, via abed. Take the coin and throw it into Yama Melah, and that's it, we get rid of the Kiddushah. So the question over here regarding this mitzvah is the following. There's a rabbi called the Devar Avraham. The Devar Avraham has the following question. We have a law that says, let's say an animal, a person consecrated it very well. It didn't become Baal Moon. It died. So now the law is, the Kohen cannot evaluate it. Why cannot a Kohen evaluate a dead animal? Just like you can evaluate a live animal, let him evaluate the dead animal. No, because the Pasuk says, Ve'emidoto. Ve'emidoto teaches us that you have to stand it in front of the Kohen. A dead animal, obviously, you cannot stand. So we learn a lesson over here that she says that the only time we make pidyon and ha'aracha and valuation is when we're able to make ha'amada. But if we cannot make ha'amada, we do not make ha'araka. That's a klal. So ask the Devar of Raham, how could the Chinuch tell us that that if somebody consecrated an animal, let them make a pidyon. Take the kiddushah of the animal, put it on the coin. There's no ha'amada today. And if there's no ha'amada, then there's no need for pidyon. So he's asking the question on the Chinuch. The Devar of Raham says a big chidush. He says, that which we say today 
that an animal you cannot make hamadah. It's not a problem with the animal. It's just because we don't have a beta mikdash. But in theory, the animal is alive. It's worthy to bring in front of the kohen. A dead animal, it's impossible to stand in front of the kohen. So therefore, it's exempt from the laws of hamadah But it's not we to make hamadah. I can bring the animal in front of the kohen. It's just a technical reason. I can't do it because I don't have a bit of Mikdash and I don't have uh, the right to bring it on the Mizbayah. So therefore it's Ra'ui, like the famous rule that says, And therefore this case will be, it's Ra'ui Madam mitzad atzmo, even though uh, I cannot do it. And therefore he says, If somebody made something like this, even though you won't make Ka'amada, but since it's Ra'ui mitzad atzmo to make Ka'amada, the Pidyon and the Arakha is made, Obviously not an evaluation, but a pigeon of Shemuel, where you take the Kedushah, put it on a coin, and then me'abed. Again, these laws uh, do not apply in principle today. These are remote laws that we don't have too much uh, connection to. It's uh, 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 the, uh, connected to the laws of uh, Korbanot, which already have been unfortunately removed from us in the time of the destruction of Beit HaMikdash. But in the olden days, these laws were very, very, very common. This could be a law that happens every other day. It's not so uncommon. A guy's an animal, gets a blemish. I mean, making assessments where it's an amazing thing, where mitzvot that was so uh, 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 available and so common in one generation are so remote to the extent when we start to even hear it, we tune out. We say, we don't even know what this guy's talking about. It's so far from us. But in the olden days, this would be like a regular, you know, Ya'alevi Yavov. You forgot Ya'alevi Yavov, Na'amidah. This was considered a regular halakha that everybody would know, and they needed to know it. That at least we can connect through the mitzvot. Like it says, that if we cannot connect to these uh, mitzvot physically by actually following it, it's important to learn them at least. By learning them, we have a little attachment and a link to these mitzvot. And the we pray that one day, Brazat Hashim and Zichut of the lip service that we're giving these mitzvot, Brazat Hashim will be able to give it actual service to Ma'aseh. Amen. Amen.